today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We want to talk about the pot shops, especially in light of the fact that uh, the Premier made some comments about Hamilton yesterday. Uh, in speaking uh, yesterday, doing a little bit of a Q&A, uh, he actually called out Hamilton for not doing enough when it comes to uh, illegal pot shops uh, on the same day that many shops were supposed to be open but failed to meet the deadline. Now, police have said that uh, there are only 12 illegal dispensaries. Uh, the Premier seems to think there are 50 or more going on here. So to try to get some clarity on that, we want to talk about this issue. And uh, to that end, we're pleased to welcome uh, Deputy Chief of Police Dan Kinsella from Hamilton Police Service to the Bill Kelly Show. Uh, Dan, thanks so much for the time for jumping in here. Appreciate you jumping in talking to us today. No problem, Bill. Nice to uh, be talking to you. Listen, let me get to, right to the bottom of this, then, if I could, Dan, about uh, how you are, as police services are dealing with this. So we'll get to the number in a second, but uh, there's a lot of concern right now that people are saying, how come you guys aren't shutting these things down? How, why are there even 12 of these things open right now? Well, the the fact of the matter is we have been shutting them down, and, and we've been uh, you know uh, going by the rule of the law and and we've been uh, working together with our provincial counterparts in a in a team approach to make sure that we do it properly to make sure that uh, what we do stands up uh, in front of the courts and then uh, we bring a good package to the courts and then they deliver uh, the appropriate sentence to deter uh, participation in illegal dispensaries. Now, if you could, Dan, maybe clarify exactly what you mean by uh, the courts are going to do this. I mean, can you not? Is it as simple a matter of just walking in and say you don't have a license to do this? We're shutting you down, and you're going to, to trial, or is do you have to build up a case against these people? Yeah, we do. It's it's much more complicated than that. If it was that easy, we would have them all shut down. But uh, you know, it takes about uh, two days of uh, surveillance and gathering information to be able to write the information to obtain a search warrant. And then uh, following that, we have to assemble the search team to go in, deal with any people that we find inside, and obviously process the exhibits that we find inside. More often than not, um, there's many, many pounds of, of uh, product. Uh, there's money that has to be uh, you know, counted and seized and appropriately um, uh, put into our, our property branch. And uh, then we have to do the follow-up work, processing the individuals that are found inside, laying the appropriate charges, bringing the charges before the courts. And and as you uh, probably know, since January, we have been uh, locking and barring uh, uh, entry to the premises once we do uh, take them over. And that's to prevent them from going back the next day and reopening. So uh, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of uh, work that's involved from uh, our officers and our, our provincial counterparts, and uh, I just want to commend the great job that uh, the men and women of the Hamilton Police and the uh, uh, the counterparts on the provincial team are doing to uh, bring an end to this uh, uh, problem that we have in Hamilton. You mentioned something that I had heard anecdotally as well, Dan, that sometimes you will close these things down after you've done all the, the, the due process that you've just outlined here. Uh, and uh, in some cases, these things just open up a day or two later. Yeah, and that's what we found um, uh, certainly prior to legalization, but even post-legalization before uh, we were able to do the research and, and uh, effectively use the provisions of the Provincial Cannabis Act to uh, lock and bar them. And, and what it comes down to basically is uh, this is a, uh, you know, a cost-reward business that they're in, and if the courts are going to be delivering penalties uh, like peace bonds and, and small-dollar fines, um, it's just worth their while to keep going and keep uh, getting back into the business. The locking and barring of the premises has proven successful to prevent them from uh, opening up again the next day, uh, but some of that uh, is going to be before the court soon, and you know it's really going to depend on the decisions of the courts uh, which way this goes. How many uh, cases do you have pending right now? Do you, uh, do you have that up at the top of your head, Dan? 
I don't uh, have it, but uh, we have uh, well over uh, 100 charges before the courts, and we have um, 18 uh, places locked down right now. And, uh, you know, we're just working our way through the system. The individuals that are there, we're beginning to uh, see some fines coming out of the court, so we're paying very close attention to that. And uh, we'll see uh, and hope for uh, fines and, and penalties that are a deterrent. Uh, Dan, listen, I know it's a busy day for you, and I really appreciate you jumping in. I could hear the sirens in the background, so obviously things are going to get a lot busier for you in the next little while. Thanks so much for jumping in and uh, clarifying this for us. Appreciate it. No problem. Nice to talk to you, Bill. Take Take care. care. That's uh, Deputy Chief of Police Dan Kinsella from Hamilton Police Services. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.